This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18+. plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Leicester Till I Die TV. Watch and subscribe on YouTube and listen on your podcast platform. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Now be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV by subscribing on YouTube and following them on social media for all the latest Leicester City news and information. Come on you foxes! Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on and ready to go. Evening fellow Fox fans, and I say evening because I can't bring myself to say good evening. Yes, you did just watch that. Leicester City 2, Newcastle 4. I tell you what, I think a few people actually got that prediction, but it was the Newcastle fans getting it the other way around. (laughs) I'm not really crying. I'm not really crying. Uh, not really. I'm crying. What a dire performance! Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring my guests in in a minute, but they know, and they're probably expecting a bit of a Chris rant here. I mean, 
I will stand up and say sometimes we play like Brazil. And I put it up, as you know, a bit of fun and say that was like watching Brazil. No disrespect to them. That was like watching Rochdale tonight. I actually got written, and I took my notes out, but I actually got written on my card here that tonight we played like Arsenal. I've got to be honest with you. No, we played worse than Arsenal. No disrespect, Melina, who's uh, modding for me tonight. We were that awful. Yes, we'd lost Evans just before the game. It's happened to teams before. It, well, <laughs> we can't put everything down to not having Evans. And I know some people, um, co-hosts here, have been quick to criticise Evans in the past. Maybe tonight showed he's not that bad a player and we actually need him there. But that said, that doesn't excuse the performance. It doesn't, you know, it was... Do you remember the Bournemouth game last season? Yeah, it, it was a bit like that, wasn't it? You know, I mean, FA Cup... I don't think we need a cup. I think we're going to have bottles because we're going to like bottle it. I was getting, uh, I was ringing Brendan on his mobile saying, like, you know, do you know where the women's team are? Get them out for the second half because they'll play better than that. <sighs> I think I am, um, oh, I just I haven't got words fail me. Leicester Till I Die TV, your first choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. Good evening, gents. How are you doing? <laughs> That's off. funny, isn't it? That's funny, isn't it? How can you say good evening and ask that after that, mate? That's embarrassing what we've just discovered tonight. Just look, I'm trying to I'm trying to be happy here. I really, really am. Um I thought I kept very calm during my rant. Um let's just see what Let's just see what other people... Melina, I mean, you know, thanks for popping on. You've said there Leicester did an Arsenal tonight. No, we didn't. We did worse than Arsenal tonight. I actually wrote down, like I said, some. you know, tonight we played like Arsenal. I don't think Arsenal could have played that badly, you know. Somebody, I presume this might be... Um, uh, oh, praying that, che- that City beat Chelsea... I tell you what, we couldn't beat our way out of a paper bag if we play like tonight, could we? Could we? Playing like watching kids on a um, was like watching kids on a park. Yes, it was. Um, I is, football. <laughs> is there a language barrier between Soyuncu and Fafana? I don't think any of them spoke to each other tonight at all, did they? Gone downhill since the party affected all players mentally. Terrible, no urge or urgency or desire. Don't know whether you can blame the party. I just think they. Um, I just think it, it was just an awful performance. An awful performance, Brad. And, I, I, and I'm not even going to try and say keep this short because I I don't expect you to. So Josh, get the brew on. But <laughs> <laughs> and it's while you're in there, make mine as well, mate. <laughs> uh, we might need something stronger. Yeah, we're going to say I think you need something all, stronger after that. I do certainly, certainly do. Brad, give us your thoughts, please, and remember, no swearing. Right. Well. If that's the case, then I won't bring up something that happened in the um, comment section at half-time because uh, apparently I don't know my left from my right on where Castagne was playing in the first half. I'm pretty sure he was playing as a centre-back 
<laughs> predominantly on the right side, overlapping on the right side of Ricardo. But apparently, according to a certain somebody, I don't know my left and my right. That didn't help things. Tonight was a disaster from the word get-go, weren't it? From from the very yeah. get-go, it was a disaster. Evans is out. Great. Okay. Now, for me, logically, which we ended up doing eventually after about the third goal, I thought we'd swap that to a back four, Castagna on the left, Ricard on the right. I don't know if that was what was supposed to be happening or what that was formation was supposed to be, but until we got the third goal, Castagna was predominantly on that right side of things. Now, I don't know mm. if he was trying to do a sweeper role or nothing, but when you've got Christian Fuchs, no matter what people's opinion are, he's an actual left-back, and you've got a versatile left-back in Castagne who can play left and right, I felt very sorry, even though he got a goal tonight, I felt very sorry for all Brighton, because he's taken a lot of slack because he got pulled straight by that side with very little support. I don't understand how that went so wrong from one player being out. Yeah. I mean, Josh, it was very confusing. I mean, we're not the first team where the players have to go off injured in the warm-up. And I actually put on... on I was having to change my, my posts in the group because I put, oh, we've gone to about four now. And then, no, we haven't. We've actually gone to about three. Maybe they decided it was too late to try and change things around. But... You know, if the most exciting part of this evening is, is Jesus' grandfather clock going off, what what did you make of it? I just want to say, I think the best uh, the best part of my evening is seeing Brad's glorious beard that he's got going on. <laughs> the beast. That is a beast. Fair play. I, I, I appreciate that. <laughs> um, I, I, I just think it just show that we can't play we can't play a back a back three without Evans. Really, um, I think you know. Um, um, <laughs> unfortunately, with you know Evans getting injured in the in the warm up, it was a perfect time to just go back, just go to a back four. Um, looked mm. all over the place, like you say, there were no communication with Fafana or Soyuncu. Um, and Brad's right, you know, it looked like to me that you know Castagna were filling in at centre back. He didn't look comfortable there at all. Um, before the first goal, we got let off when, um, <clears throat> excuse me, they broke on us because we played the high line and obviously Casper made that good save from St Maximan, but just pathetic, Abs absolutely pathetic. I think it just goes to show that, I mean, I, I praise Johnny Evans all the time. He's our best centre-back without doubt. Um, but it just goes to show that without him defensively, if we if we ain't organised, we're an absolute mess, which we were tonight, all over the place. It was it was shocking, really bad. It could uh, it could have it could have and should have easily been six or seven to them, maybe more. I say, oh, don't say that. I mean, I blame you for the third goal because at two 0 down, you went this could be <laughs> this could be three or four, and then about five minutes later, they scored. So that's on your head, Mister Herod. I'll tell you. <laughs> Mark you saying coming, uh, good evening, gents. Just what is wrong with Vardy, Madison, and Pierre, and they just don't seem fit. Like, I mean, let me just do this because I normally do this at the end of the um, at the end of the show, but I'm going to do it now because it kind of sums everything up. And if you're following us in the group, uh, lest till I die, the group, you'll have seen it anyway. Uh, and no, I can't bring it up because I've not loaded it. That's how sort of evening I'm. I'm <laughs> Having and tonight. the evening is complete. <laughs> and the evening is complete because everything, everything is going 
going going wrong. Yeah, we just see how quick this loads. Otherwise, I'll have to move on. Um, but man of the match. I mean, I'm glad I wasn't picking man of the match. Uh, there was it was. I would have easily gone, I suppose, for possibly their goalkeeper. But this is what Alan Bennett, who does our man of the match, and he rates the team, he rates the manager. <laughs> he said, our man of the match is Johnny Evans. And I've got to be honest with you, I think he played better in the warm-up than any of the players that were on that pitch um, during the 90 minutes. He's given the manager one, he's given the team two. I... Can you argue with that, Brad? Yeah, I give Brendan a zero. <laughs> and I give, and I, you know what? People might think I've lost the plot here today, but I'm actually going for the players of five because it ain't their fault that he put a left back or a right back at centre back and played more a left mid at left a left wing back. That, that that completely crucified us. That completely crucified us. Sticking with a back three when Evans was out, mm. the manager gets a zero. And the players get a five for actually managing, despite the fact that Newcastle going at a trails pace, to grab something from that game with two goals. Yeah. It's an absolute miracle. I mean, More of a miracle than me Josh. turning water into wine, mate. <laughs> I, can, I can turn wine into water very easily. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but Josh, I mean, I know I, I know I get exactly, exactly what Brad's saying about, you know, players and, and where they were playing. But... Even for players that, when they were in the right position, that they couldn't pass win tonight. You know, they were they were they were second to every ball. They were third and fourth to every ball. Yeah, definitely. And I think um, just going um, and the the comment which that's just caught sort of ties into what you're saying. Really, um, I think Pereira sticks out for me at the minute. I, again, I've said this a few times recently. You know, he's just come back from a long injury, but. To play him at wing back, if he's not fully fit, it's 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 scandalous. Like to 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 put him in a position where he's got a bomb or get up, get back, get up, get back. He's not fit enough to do it at the minute, and unfortunately, and it's through no fault of his own. Right now, he's he's doing nothing for us really because he's not getting in dangerous positions because teams will just double up on him every single time, nick the ball off him. Like it, it happened loads of times today. So many times, and it was just it was just really bad. Um, Wilf, I thought, indeed, he was terrible tonight. Um, uh, Madison, awful. Oh, yeah. um, I think it's it sort of summed up Madison's game at the minute, where he, um, I can't remember who found him in the box in a good position in the first half. It might have even been not long after we went one nil down, and the shot was just pathetic, yeah, absolutely pathetic. And I don't know. <sighs> I, I don't know what to say. I, I, had a bad feel, I had a bad feeling about tonight before the game, but I thought worst case scenarios, we get a draw and you just take the point. Yeah. But I'm just struggling, I'm struggling to find any positives. <laughs> I, 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 I was nervous about tonight. I'm not going to lie. But I mean, Brad, I was, I've been talking to a couple of other um, Newcastle um, fan sites similar to this and, and shows, and one of the, I was going to have one of them on, but to be honest with you, I, I, I can't stand the thought of him coming on having, having having lost that. But you know, I mean, talking to them and they hate their team. They they think their team is the worst in the league. You know, and I know that they're, they're not positionally. They hate their manager. 
and we couldn't beat that team. You know, if we'd gone out and done that against Man City, I kind of would get it, but there was nothing there. Was I mean, this is Newcastle. We can't beat Newcastle. We're not going to be good enough for the FA Cup. It's going to be the bloody Egg Cup. <laughs> the, the, the anger in me from tonight's performance and Josh's laughter there from <laughs> that was the most entertaining part of the eighty minutes, the first eighty minutes, mate. Um, <laughs> I'm, here, I'm here to serve. I'm here to serve. <laughs> yeah, the anger is is tactically Brendan Rodgers has just been outdone by a cabbage with a worm controlling his brain. That that, that <laughs> offends me a little bit and offends Leicester fans. But if, if I'm to try and swing that, that part of the brain that tries to be a neutral and, and gets the calm head on things, the only saving grace from today is it's over. And Chelsea play Man City and West Ham play Everton and they might just bottle it as bad as we have because that has been the thing we've somehow been better than the likes of West Ham and Chelsea and that is when we've been inconsistent, they've been inconsistent. So... I want more. I, I want Man City to at least save my weekend, if not Everton, because there's there's nothing I can do. I'm trying to think of things I can say that will maybe take the sting out of the defeat. But apart from Miniacho making it 15 and 16, there really isn't anything. I, 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 genu- <laughs> I, I genuinely think there was more shape in Steve Bruce's nose than there was our setup yeah. tonight. There really I, I tell was. You what, Josh, Go, go I was on where you were going with yeah. that, then, Josh. I'm going to be honest go, with you. <laughs> going on to the point you made about Pereira, though, Chris and jo- uh, Josh, do you think that Pereira sometimes looks like he's not as confident as the Ricardo yeah, evolved before that injury? Definitely. And, you I, know, I because think... he came back, didn't he? He tried to have that yeah. flair and then he got sidelined for another five weeks. I think there's something mentally holding him back. Yeah, I do. I agree. I, I agree, mate. Yeah. I think... Um, it's hard to say at the minute because obviously you can tell he's not fully fit but I definitely think he's lost he's lost something and like you say it's whether he's scared of obviously getting it's... another injury that could potentially be another mm. long layoff for him I, I, def- I agree mate he's, he's definitely he's not the same player he's he's not really attacking with intent that much anymore he's not he don't really seem to take his man on whether it's hard to say whether or not, you know, because he's got nobody in front of him whether he's, you know, he's scared about getting the ball away and, you know, he's got to get back Regardless, he's playing wing back, but yeah, I agree with you totally, Brad. I think um, he's definitely he's lost a lot of confidence, definitely. Unfortunately, I'm going to try and bring this in now, and I don't know whether this will work, but let let's see how we. Uh, I hope that's coming out your mouth and not your bottom there, Josh. That noise. You know what? <laughs> you, you know what? I, um, I I picked the wrong week to give up smoking. I really did. <laughs> Great choice, mate. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, the, sorry, go on. The, the if this works, this is going to be um amazing. I'm gonna I'm gonna be really impressed with myself if this works. Um because it isn't doing at the moment. I'm just trying to bring up the performances here and and the um votes that they they have. Um we just try that. You you say what you're going to say, but oh no, here we go. Here we go. Oh, so there we go. So we've got um, in actually I mean, nobody's got over a five. Man of the match was Callum Wilson there at the moment, eight point seven. But in actually, I mean, I hardly heard him mentioned until you know until he got the goal. I forgot he was on the pitch. 
think there was a lot of them tonight. You forgot you're on the pitch. Yeah, yeah. In fact, uh, there'll be a Michael... few questions asked of those that are in that have been left in the dark in recent weeks, like Pratt, and maybe yeah. even a last hurrah for under because there's some players that have really had their position under threat for a while and have got away with it with the, the rest of the team digging them out of it. But after this one, there, there's some glaring issues that need to be fixed. Yeah. I mean, it, it, you've got two defenders in the in the uh, bottom two there, Piera and Soyun Chu. Madison, yeah, 3.64. Mendy, well, you know, he, he did what he had to do, didn't he? Thomas kind of gave us something when he came on. Castagna... Indeed, I don't. Th- I don't even think these guys deserve the three point eight threes. Vardy three point eight four. He couldn't hit a barge pole with a you know barn door with a um, well whatever. Man. He couldn't hit anything. You know, thank you. You couldn't even finish the sentence. He was that bad. <laughs> he what? Literally, <laughs> I'm trying, I was trying to think of something clean to say. It's affected us all. Brendan Rodgers that hard. <laughs> but would you, would you, I mean, looking at those scores there, and, and I'm dreading if I have to have to click onto the Newcastle scores. Josh, do you agree with those, or, or, or <laughs> that's what sort of Leicester fans are saying? Just trying to make them out, to be honest with you. Um, Nacho. Well, if I run down them, Nacho's the top one at 4.74, Schmeichel second at 4.66. And Albrighton third at four point five one. They are the only three that come in over four points. I'd, I'd probably say that's right. I'd, I'd probably I'd put, begrudgingly, really, and it's it's going to sound absolutely awful because obviously you know Casper's made a world class save um, mm. to, to sort of keep up, say keepers in it. You know, before they scored the first, but I thought for two of their goals for the second and. Third, he could have done a lot better. For, like for the third goal, I know you know Castagne sort of tried to back pass and it's under hit. But I'm just thinking, maybe I'm being harsh. I don't know if you, I don't know if you two disagree. Um, I can't believe he's not come out of his goal sooner. He just seems to. I'm, I'm looking, watching the telly, thinking, where's where, why ain't Casper coming out mm-hmm. for this? Because there's a chance he could have got there. You know what I mean? Casper, he's not exactly slow, but. It just stayed on his six yard, six yard line. I'm thinking, yeah. I don't understand this. Like, what is he doing? Like, what is he doing? And then it's, there's just it's a there's so many approach. Yeah, I, I I understand it worked. It worked. It worked for him first half, but and then like I thought for their second goal, you know, there's a chance that I've said this before. Maybe he's got to come out and take chances of trying to claim the ball a bit. It were in his, it were in his six yard box. You get fouled. Goalkeepers, ninety percent of the time, they get the benefit of the of the doubt and they get the foul. He just does not like coming out of his goal at all to claim anything. And it's, I don't know. Having said that, you've you've got to say he, he was probably our best player. Nacho, maybe he gets that for his goal, like you said, Chris. I thought he was really quiet tonight. Um, all Brighton, yeah, he did all right when he come on. But I, I, like Brad, I felt a bit sorry for him to be honest with you. Um, other than that, I, I genuinely couldn't give anybody else above a, a two, to be honest. Really couldn't. <laughs> Brad, if I say to you that, that Newcastle's worst scoring player vote-wise was Hendrick, and he got 6.02, and he was their worst, and yet, and, yeah, mm. and, and our best one got 4.74. I mean, it's, and I, I don't mean to be disrespectful to Newcastle, but you know the table doesn't lie at the end of the day, and they 
over the season have been a goddamn awful team. That's what makes it embarrassing. It does, although, like I said, somehow the cabbage has got Newcastle playing reminiscent to our football in the Great Escape. I don't, I don't understand how. Maybe, maybe you know, Brendan and Steve Bruce at some point in the last four weeks clash heads and they swap bodies. I don't know. Maybe it's one of them experiences because okay. it's complete contrast tonight in what has happened. Um, but sometimes when you're down there and you hit form, it's just as good as a team at the top. It's you know the quality might be different, but the the, the impacts are you know just the same. And it was just one of them. I agree with Josh Casper. You know me, chief of the, the goalkeeping committee. Um, can't defend Casper too brightly tonight. But what I can say is, should he really be left look, looking from his back four or his back five or his back three tonight? Yeah. He should have yeah. not been left wanting. You know, so I would say he was kind of hung out to dry for a couple of those, wasn't he? Yeah. I mean, Cruyff mm. turned Soyuncu, got his comeuppance today. He'll pack that in because that was ridiculous. <laughs> that was ridiculous. I don't know what he was Mate, thinking. A, a newborn baby could have, could have been born and would have done better with what he did there. That was ridiculous on Soyuncu. You know, when. You know when one of the kids behaves and he's he's done something that stupid, you put him on a naughty step just for being stupid. That was one of their moments where you should have told him to go sit on the step. Think about what he's done. <laughs> you, you know, you know what the, the, the craziest thing is as well. All he's got to do is take a touch in front of him. He's literally got nobody yeah. in front Did of him. Did you see Fafana's reaction? Did you see Fafana's reaction? Fafana looked as if to go, ah, nice one, he's got that. I turned around and went, what do you mean he scored? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I mean, incredible. yeah, Casper. I mean, if Casper comes out for a few of them, me is you know yeah. as a goalkeeper. If you get beat still and someone dinks it over you like Vardy nearly did to Dubravka, you hold your hands up. You go, fair enough. He's done me. I'm yeah. a I'm a decent high. I, I've got a leap on me. I, I I've been beat. Fair dues. It was questionable, but again, like Chris said, it was hung out to dry. Yeah, it was hung out. Yeah, to dry. maybe I'm being Josh. A bit harsh. I'm going to ask you this because Scott's made this point. I mean, is this part of Brendan's plan that if he plays like this, that Spurs won't come in for him and then he doesn't have to make the decision? (laughs) I mean, you know what? Scott raises a very good point there. Um, I, I, you know, I love Brendan, but I've, I think tonight he just he got it so wrong. Um, his subs, I, I, I cannot like. I think with the under situation yeah. now, it's got to, it, it's got to the point with under where he clearly can only play another game or so before we have to sign him because there's no reason at all why Thomas Thomas had a, he, he, he were all right when he come on. Um, Thomas and Mendy, when you need a goal. Under's not getting a chance. I don't understand it. Yeah. I thought that, I, 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 I couldn't. I couldn't believe my eyes when I seen the subs coming on. I genuinely couldn't. I, I, I was baffled. Mate, really we took thought. off a central defensive midfielder to put on an attacking midfielder to take someone off to put a central defensive midfielder on. If you can't, <laughs> if we can't figure it out, I don't know who can. 
Oh, tonight has wound me up. I'm wearing the wrong shirt and everything. Tonight has really wound me up. I'm sorry, lads. I'm going to take my sleeping pills tonight and get some rest. <laughs> if, that, if that is the case, George, sorry. <laughs> I thought my rant was bad, Brad, but come on here. You know. <laughs> if that is the case with, with under Josh, why even put him on the bench? Exactly. If it, you know. Who knows? I mean, who, who knows? It, 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 hmm. I don't. I. I can't. I, that's the only explanation I can think of. That it, you know, yeah. he has to make a certain amount of appearances, and then we have to sign him. Brendan don't want him. Um, I, I. I generally don't know how he's not got a game tonight. At four nil down, game of you know, game yeah. a chance, and you you, you yeah. bring Luke Thomas on, and like Brad yeah. just said, you bring on, you take off a central defensive midfielder to bring another one on five or ten minutes later what's all that about it it, it, it baffled me it's mind-boggling it's mind-boggling does everybody want cheering up just for for two seconds i'm just gonna things you know could be worse you know as as melina says there she's an arsenal fan and they're out of europe for the first time in 25 years so hey you know in the great scheme of things but melina and i'm going to pass this one over to you brad Get like a hot potato. Is Brendan Rogers out of his depth after tonight? Are Fox's fans started to doubt the potential? Tonight was woeful. To play the devil's right. advocate before you answer that, Brad, it is at right. the end of the day one game. Yeah, and, it is. Know, we we have sung his praises after a good game, and you know, yeah, no, go this on. Is, this is one of them where I think maybe in a few days' time, we'll all look back on him and go, he's just lost the plot. The lad's just lost the plot on a night where, you know, I think maybe everybody underestimated Newcastle despite the run-on, despite the warning signs, mm. you know, with Callum Wilson back and that Arsenal's best player on loan at Newcastle, the irony, um, you know, is back in the squad because he couldn't play against them, obviously, last week. And I think we've just completely, you know, when you draw a blank, on like a really easy question, like what's two plus two, and you just can't remember the answer for love and the money. It feels like that's just happened tonight with the players and the tactics from from that warm up and what happened. And let's remember, until tonight's disastrous results, apart from West Ham, Leeds, and the Arsenal game, we've been pretty consistent this season, and we're where we are, where where we are. And we're looking a lot more like a top four side for a lot longer this season than we have over the last couple of weeks with, you know, Southampton and Newcastle results. So let's just hope this is a mad moment where we've just completely had a a West Brom 5-2 like Chelsea Mm. did. I was going to say that. I was going to say that, yeah. Our record against the top six holds strong and we get enough through these last three games. If we don't, then you question Rodgers. I've said yeah. that before and I said it again. If we drop out of top four now, then you have to question the manager. Mm-hmm. Josh, is this not what Man City fans felt like after we beat them 5-2 at, you know, at the start of the season? I mean, you do have games like like Josh just said, then Chelsea West Brom. <coughs> you have games like this. We've, we had Bournemouth the other, you know, last season. <sighs> It would just be like Leicester, would it not, Josh? Now, to go out, stuff Man United 4-1, win the FA Cup. <laughs> and yeah, You could see that happening with Leicester, couldn't you? 
It it just will it wouldn't surprise you, would it? And then you know, next week shows everybody's happy and buzzing. We're all you know yeah. patting each other on the back. I th- I think you know what it's. I think you know we've we've post much shows like this after a result like today. You sort of have to take it with a pinch of salt because it's still raw. You're just coming off of what we've the ninety odd minutes we just sat through. We were all annoyed. Um, mm. I, I think I think you're right. You know, I think maybe tomorrow come Sunday I'd do. It'll be at the back of my mind, and I just thought, you know what, it sort of is what it is. Just look forward to the game on Tuesday, and then obviously it's a, it's a massive, massive weekend for us next week. Um, hopefully, it's just it's just a, a bad day at the office. Um, I'd like to think it is a bit of a le- bit of a learning curve for Brendan, I guess. Um, and, and, and let's remember who Chelsea and West Ham are both playing this weekend. Yeah, they're playing Man City yeah. and Everton, Everton away yeah. as well, respectively for West Ham, which is vital. So you don't know yet. Like I think, I think that's the best way to see it. How Josh has said it. I mean, Josh made the point there. Yeah, that, that we, we do these shows, and this is this is our first season of doing this sort of thing. And you know, I, I thought it would help with my anxiety and depression. My God, was I? Supporting Leicester City would help with that, and then talking about it. <laughs> One day the camera, <laughs> I'll, I'll just be hung here with a rope round my neck. this. But we know this season, don't we? And I'm kind of calming down now, I suppose. But we've we've been there, seen it, got the T-shirt this season. You know, to quote um, an old an, a Burnley a Burnley fan from when I lived in Burnley and, and who was on the TV. You know, you you win one, you lose one. You win one, you lose one. It's kind of been that sort of season, hasn't it? Josh or Brad, either of you, talk to me. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't say uh, yeah. your name. Now. I was talking to you, Brad. I thought you were going to continue. Sorry. Go on, Brad. <laughs> yeah, it, has, it, it is weird, isn't it? Football. And what I mean, what that's Leicester. Of how many draws have we had this season? Oh, uh, many about three, three or four. Can't be too many, can yeah. it? Hang on one second. We've had six. Okay, so we've had six, and that's our tenth, tenth or eleventh loss this season, is it? Tenth, yeah. That's 16 out of, and that, that's game number 35 we've played now, isn't it? It is. That's quite, that's, that's quite a lot of missed opportunities. You've done your there, Brad, haven't you? Yeah, there's been quite a few <laughs> missed opportunities through the season. You know, you know, last season, we kind of went on that unbelievably bad run, didn't we? Mm. And I think, I, I, I just think... That it's just it's just typical of Leicester's kind of form. It somehow stayed the Leicester way like it was in the nineties, where they lose or win. There's no in between. Very rarely is there any in between. Um, and somehow we found ourselves in in an upper echelon version of the nineties, where we're challenging for top four. So you, you just got to take it as it is, really. Like I said, we, we we've kind of taken the sting out of it by laughing and joking between ourselves and it's all you yeah. can do after a game like that there's not really much you can do after you shout in <laughs> and let the steam just, off just have a drink or like you know not not a good <laughs> not a good week yeah. to get, you reminded me josh of the the i don't know if you saw that film airline they're gonna say not a good week to give up smoking this you know i forgot what i was going to say now but uh i mean would Man United, would Chelsea have been sat there watching us tonight going, Jesus, they're going to be easy? 
Josh, would you say? No, no, not really, because when we turn up and we play, we'll beat anybody. We've shown that this season. Um, I think, you know, the Chelsea FA Cup final, it's one of them where in any in any cup game, it's a one-off. You can't, I don't really think, I, I'm, I'm one of them that believes in, you know, in a one-off game, you can't really, you can't really go by, by form really, because anything can happen. Um, the Man United game, I think, you know, they've, as we all know, we've seen recently, they've got a lot of games. I think they've got like four games in eight days. So hopefully it's one of them where, you know, they'll look at Sunday against Liverpool and they'll maybe put the stronger side out for that, maybe play a few reses against us and hopefully we'll, we'll pick up a decent result. But as, as much as we were shocking tonight, um, I don't I don't really think in that, like Brad said, I don't really think in that many games we've played that bad this season where I've just sat here stunned and thought, what is going on? Um, tonight's unfortunately one of them games, but I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think they'll be looking at us thinking, now nah, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll steamroll these. Because when, you know, when we play and when, it, when we get it right, and I think, you know, yeah, we, we could beat anybody. So I don't, I don't think that's the case, mate, no. I'm going, to, I'm going to make the most of Brad talking stats here because, as as uh, Melina uh, Melina, Melina said before, um, Jesus wants the stats out. Chris, um, <laughs> get your stats out for the lads, Brad. Um, I can't. I actually wasn't. You know me. I've stopped actually quoting these now. You, you've actually worn me down, Brad. Now I haven't been doing this for a few for a few weeks, but. I'm actually looking at this now, and I can't believe what I'm about to say. If I ask the both of you, quick, how many shots do you think we had tonight? 21. Uh, uh, I was going to say 12, 13. I was very much with Josh there. Um, Brad it's just a no-all, isn't he, Josh? That's all he is. You know, he's, uh, he's he, he, you know, he's Jesus. He's got a line up to God saying, "What's the answer, God?" We actually had, <laughs> we actually had twenty-five shots tonight. That really surprised me that we had that many. That said, Newcastle had fourteen. Fair dues to them. But Brad, there's been more goals scored at the King Power this season than any other ground in the Premier League. Great, Do we get a trophy for that. I was quite surprised with that stuff. I thought it might be Ellen Road, you know. I think yeah, most of them are away from home when they've conceded a lot, though. Yeah. Well, we're not saying we've scored the most or we've conceded no. the most, but there's been no, the, the, but we the most goals. But another cup we're going to win this season is we've scored the most goals in the last 15 minutes a game. So that's two trophies yeah. in the bag. Yes, we do. We we're, do. we're 23 now because we scored two tonight. We were at 21 mm. before Albrighton scored, or maybe that took us to 21. I'm not 100%. Well, we were second, I think, to Man United for goals scored, you know, at the ground, but it, it, we overtook them tonight. Josh, I said um, in the pre-match that we <coughs> needed to score the first goal or it could all go horribly wrong. How how right I was. Yeah. Uh you know what, I think the first five, maybe ten minutes, we actually started okay, Okay, to be honest with you. That's the crazy mm. thing. We had a, we had a couple of, of decent-ish half chances. Um, but you're right, I mean, you know, at the minute, um, it sort of seems like, you know, we've got a goal down and like the South, so as you look back on the Southampton game, you're sort of thinking, God, we've got to try and break these down here now because, you know, you, you go goal down and everybody on Sky is like, oh, you know, 
Remember Leicester's capitulation last season. Yeah. I'll be honest with you, I'll be honest with you. Sky absolutely loved it tonight because obviously it's more drama for them and I think secretly they're hoping that you know the, the, one of the one or two of the other greedy six get make the top four and everything's going to go back to normal. So in the end, I got that I got that annoyed with the commentary and I suppose it was down to our <laughs> player as well. I've turned the commentary off. Couldn't listen to it. <laughs> I couldn't listen to it. You just saying about. I actually feel sorry for, as you know, Alan Smith. He's done a a, a bit for Leicester till I die. So I do have. I don't. He's an ex player, so I do have respect for Alan Smith. And the commentator said something to him about Arsenal, and he said, "Like, I don't really want to talk about Arsenal at the moment. Let's concentrate on Leicester." I mean, he he was getting it from both barrels, wasn't he, Brad? (laughs) Whichever team he wants to talk about. Yeah, bless him. I know Alan Smith can be a bit like Marmite with some fans. I, I obviously wasn't alive when he played and only have seen bits of it. And I, I know he obviously loved Arsenal. <laughs> I know, right? I know, I know obviously about his time at Leicester and, and you know, his moves to Arsenal and all that. Um, but sometimes I, I'm actually glad for a change. He turned around and said, let's not talk about Arsenal because they do like to do that, Sky. They like yeah. to make his comparisons always between yeah. Arsenal and Leicester every time he's on. So, uh, yeah, it was different. I actually yeah. went on to the. I actually did the most unthinkable thing and went on to the BBC radio to listen to it because I couldn't watch it at four no. um, <laughs> So I can't. I can't help with the goals, by the way, because I only know that they went in the top corner and the bottom corner. I don't know how they came about. I just heard them. Oh, um, about so, so basically, I am the only one that that, that put up with the total shite for the whole game listening. Yeah. And no, no, yeah. I, I still I, 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 it, but I, I just listen to it. This is what oh, I do, oh, guys. This oh, is what I do for this channel. I put myself through this. Josh, Josh is after a pay rise. There we go. Oh, hang on, hang on. This is the most exciting thing that's going to happen tonight. Josh's cuckoo clock going off. It's not yeah. mine. <laughs> that's <laughs> my Brad's cuckoo clock going off. You know, um, the infamous grandfather clock. <laughs> But, but then again, we, we had we had sort of fifteen cuckoos on the pitch tonight, didn't we? Brad, the comment there from Brookline, indeed, he has been mediocre this year. There's a huge gap between him and Canty. That fair? No, not even slightly fair. And I understand what Brookline's saying, but here's the thing: what have Chelsea been doing? What, has, especially under Tuchel, what have they actually been doing a lot of with the likes of Kante, which has made a lot of Chelsea fans. Like puzzled at sometimes they've not played him every game. Mm. And I know we've had our injury problems, but for the last what six to eight weeks, you know we've had game, games like like you've pointed out tonight, and Josh has said we've got like four games in in the space of a week. Over the last like seven or eight games, he's had the chance, especially when we played certain teams and been like out of sight or the result was gone in one way or another, where he could have gave indeed a fifteen minute breaks. These players aren't inhuman. Now, I'm, I'm, I, I agree. Tonight, he was mediocre. And like Josh said, I agree. It was one of his worst games as a Leicester shirt. But do you remember Tillemans' burnout last season? But kept yeah. getting 90 minutes, kept getting 90 minutes, but was burnt out. And everybody said it, but nothing was done about it. We're making the same mistake with Wilfred and Edie. You've got to care for these players. And I know it's difficult with all the injuries we've had, but we've had a fully fit Mendy available to us. So there's no reason... You know, when we were 3-0 up against West Brom, he couldn't have put Mendy on and gave him yeah. 40 minutes. So yeah. some on. care has Spot to go on. to the manager on that one. 
I'm just going to say, fair, fair do, Ethan Nine, um, Newcastle fan here. Um, huge win tonight. Got nervous at 4 2, but a fully deserved win. You did, mate. You deserved yeah, it totally. Yeah. You know, you. You know, as, as I posted, you know, you're, you were 17th, we were third, really, you know. But then he, he does go on to say here, um, still hope you two get you get top four. Love Leicester. Let's hope you get UCL football next year. Would you rather win the FA Cup final and finish fifth or lose the final and finish in the top four? We've done that recently, guys. Very, very quickly, just a straight answer. For me, it's the FA Cup and fifth. Josh? Both. <laughs> you chicken out. You chicken out. Brad, you um, can't chicken out. <laughs> FA Cup and fifth. Yeah. One of the most think... prestigious con- contests. I I, do. Right. This is for you then, Josh. You can answer this one, seeing as you you you, you chickened out of that one. Uh, other than bad tactics today, this is from David S. Other than bad tactics today, what do we have in the locker that you see we can overwhelm the remaining teams on our last four. If we lose Evans, for example, and he did go off on crutches, I believe, where does the improvement come from? Um, I guess you look at the teams we've got to play, um, they might come out as a bit more, maybe we could sort of revert back to maybe counter-attacking football. But having said that, you know, Chelsea defensively at the minute look absolutely outstanding. Um, Man United defensively aren't too bad. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I genuinely don't know. I'm just. I'm, I'm hoping it's just like we said earlier. It's just one of them games where they do happen. You know, look, it's 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 completely it's completely um, contrasted. Well, say contrast similar to the Bournemouth mm. result last season, where we just completely capitulated. Um, I I did. Oh, so in fact, Scott told us on the uh, pre-match show he'd read somewhere that Ollie might start resting some players. I mean, he's got. Oh, we've got to remember, Ollie's got to win the European, uh, the Europa League because Jose won the Europa League and finished second, and he got sacked. So it's the minimum that Ollie's got to do. So he's he's got to have his mind on that. I'm just going to read out a post that's just come up on Facebook. And this this does sum Leicester up, but um, you just, we just love doing it the hard way. Uh, Everton beat West Ham, Man City beat Chelsea, then we go and beat United Tuesday night before winning the cup final next week and taking four points from our last two games. <laughs> that That would be Leicester, wouldn't it, Brad? That would be Leicester. It would, and it'd also be typical of Leicester to go and lose to Manchester United, have the threat of position, still win the FA Cup, and then beat Chelsea in, in the league and and uh, have Spurs beat Arsenal into the Europa League spots by letting Spurs beat us on the last day in like a 5-4 thriller like a few years back. It's just a Leicester <laughs> way to do it the difficult way. There's no way we do things easy. No, no. And no. okay, I'm just going to say this because, you know, he's he's only got two results right all season. But Steve Leinitz, you're going to have to give up now with the reverse psychology. You predicted a 1-0 to Newcastle, hoping that <laughs> it would be t- wrong as everything else has been all season. Uh, we we kind of got those scores <laughs> totally wrong, didn't we? None of, none of us could see, saw, saw that coming at all. But um, this, this time next week, Josh, 
we're going to be shitting it, aren't we? We've got the you know yeah. the night before the FA Cup final. In, if we don't put a performance in against Man United in the week, and even if we let's say we draw, but we literally have the most amazing game, we're going to be a scared as hell going going you know, up Wembley Way, surely. I think so. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I sort of, I'm, I'm sort of with the mindset now that going into the final, obviously, it's going to be nerve wracking, and I think I might be back on the cigarettes by then. To be honest with you, but uh, <laughs> it, I, I, yeah. it, I think I'm sort of looking at the way you know Chelsea are playing now. I think you know with the way they're performing, we we are going to go into it as slight underdogs. Um, which suits me fine, to be honest with you. Um, mm. I just hope, I'm just hoping, like you say, just hoping for a better performance against United on Tuesday, just so it gives us gives us a bit of confidence going into the yeah. final. I mean, you don't, I mean, you don't know. Maybe you know, maybe yeah, maybe the final at the back of the players' heads tonight in the game, That's and fun, yeah, you you could sort of. I mean, I'm I'm clutching at straws here, really, but you know, <laughs> yeah. maybe maybe that come into play a little bit. They've got one mind on that, and hopefully it's that easy. was the case. Sort of, <clears throat> it's very easy to say that these guys are paid well, they're professionals, they should be able to go out and put things to the back of the mind, but. You know, we've all been there at work, and you know, let's say you know we've got a review coming up, and you you know at, at three o'clock in the afternoon, and that affects how you are at work, doesn't it, Brad? All day because you know yeah, that that's does. coming up. Yeah, it does. Of course, it does. You can't help but think of that big thing. You know, I'm pretty sure that even if it wasn't at the start of the season, them them players would have known at some point. We know we've got ambitious owners. We've always had brilliant, fantastic owners in retrospect of what they do for the club and what they've done ever since. But they're ambitious. Remember that one of their boldest statements they made was they wanted Leicester to be contending for Europe within five years. And yeah. they technically did that in the, in the most fantastic way in, in the f- yeah. first five years of their tenure. But they're, they've got ambitions. They're right for the club, we know, as, as people. But I think maybe there could be... And I don't like it, but I, I think Josh does have a thing. I don't think you're actually clutching the straws, mate. With with Chris's point, I honestly think you could be right. Some of them players, especially the showboaters, <coughs> Madison, maybe are thinking, this is where I'm <laughs> going to throw my eggs into one. You know, I because you do do that, don't you? As a mentality as a player, you maybe look at Newcastle and, and, and you've dis- they've disrespected them tonight or tired or whatever the reasons it happened, it's happened. And then we're maybe thinking if we can get away with it against Newcastle and pinch something off Manchester United and do that at 80% and come away with the FA Cup, it'll gloss over. You know, in fact, mm. it's not such a bad thing. I'm not saying it'll gloss over a bad season or anything because it's been a fantastic season. Let's not forget what, what we've been asking for. You know, we're bit, uh, as far as start of the season objectives have gone over the last two seasons, Unless something really badly happens, we're going to get it, which is European football on a consistent basis. Maybe there is a few heads out there that are thinking, I'll give 110% and bring me a fake up home. And if they do that, then it's it's ambition. It's progress. I mean, let's, 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 Josh, I mean, let's say it all goes a bit wrong again. And, yeah. you know, you would hope that even if we don't finish fourth, we'd finish fifth. Chelsea, I don't know. Chelsea and Man City win the Champions League. It goes down a bit further, so you know we could finish sixth and still get Europe. That's still not bad. I mean, we've got to remember we're Leicester City. 
We're not yeah. Man City. We're not Chelsea. We're not one of the so-called, as you call them, greedy six. We, we are Leicester City. So it will be disappointing. Obviously, it will when we've been there again all, all season. But, you know, and I'm not going to say I'm one of these that, oh, I remember Yeovil on a wet Tuesday night. But, you know, looking at where we were and looking at what we've got, disappointing, yes. End of the world, no. Definitely, mate. And I think it's, it's, it's a really good point that you raised there. Um, it'd be, yeah, it'd be disappointing, you know, if we do miss out on Champions League. But, like, I mean, I know and we spoke about it a couple of weeks ago that, for me, it wouldn't be as disappointing as it was last season because no. of the points gap we had last season. Um, mm. The fact that, you know, our last three games this season are, sort of, are really, really tough games. Um, we've not, you know... We've, We've won, a, you know, we've won a couple of games, but teams' blowers have won games, so the points gap's never really been that big. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, we, we all want Champions League football, and you know, we we sort of we're hoping now that we, we can, you know, just get over the line and get it done. But like you say, Chris, having said that, you know, we are. I think sometimes I've always said winning the league were the best thing to happen, the worst thing to happen to us because yeah, I think mm, it sort of yeah. it made us. Not self, not self entitled as such, but you know when you when you've had when you've had that high and you know in, in English domestic football we got ambitions you, above our station after that, didn't yeah, we? Exactly. Really? A, 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 yeah, exactly, 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 exactly. Yeah, and you sort of think you know had we not won the league when we did, like not, like looking at it now where we are now, and even after tonight's result, we'd still be buzzing, thinking, oh my god, like with you know we're third in the league, FA Cup final, and. Yeah. I don't know. We're sort of. I guess it's sort of spoiled us at the time. We all we all want the best for the club, don't we? But I think you're right, Chris. I mean, it'd be disappointing, but definitely not the end of the world because we are going in the right direction. You know, yeah. it'd still be even if even if it is Europa League, so be it. It's European football again next season. You can still attract decent players, yeah. really good Brad, players, gonna, and make the squad stronger. I'm going to ask this for you, Brad. Taking up a point Josh said there because. And I, I, I've made this point on a couple of shows now. So our last three games, taking out the FA Cup, Man United, Chelsea, Spurs. People are saying it's a difficult finish. Why is it a difficult finish? It's not like we're sat, we're, we're not like we're sort of Fulham and we're playing the top of the league. We're only just behind Man United, we were above Chelsea, we were above Tottenham. We're as difficult for them to play as they are for us to play. You know, all season, we've been on par with these teams. We've been better than, than, than some of those teams from a lot of the season. We shouldn't be looking at that as, 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 as a hard end. You know, we should be looking at it as sort of, yeah, tough, but not, you know, not impossible because... We're as good as you know. We've been as good as them. We've stood in that ring with them this 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 that past two seasons, and we deserve to be where we are. And I, I honestly think we're, we're we're putting ourselves down a lot when we say that. Yeah, I don't think that's more for. I think I think the the emphasis on how on the toughness of the opposition we're playing um, is is definitely media influenced. It's a lot of press. Last season's capitulation has not helped because, like Josh said, it's completely polar opposites this season to last season. We're not capitulating. It's not like we've lost six of the last seven and only picked yeah, up exactly. a point. We, 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 we've, we came into these last three games, Newcastle, 
Southampton and West Brom, expecting seven points and we've came away with four. That was the worst case scenario. At the end of the day, if, if you're going to put it on paper, they should be more afraid of us than we should have them because our away, away record is phenomenal this season. Mm. And we've got Manchester United away and Chelsea away. And to where, uh, you know, to stretch the point even further, we've got three games left with, is it, uh, what's our point gap on Chelsea? Two. Um, Two. Quite possibly. <laughs> right. Now, yeah, it is yeah. two. With, obviously, they've got a game in hand. Yeah. So, let's just say West Ham and Everton draw, right? Or mm. or, or, or lose, even better. Everton win the game and they stay five points clear. Right? That means there's three games to go. West Ham's running isn't the easiest. I know they've got teams like Southampton to play at that point, which mm. won't be easy. Chelsea's last four games consist of Man City... And us. It's still in our hands. And away from home, I've got a lot of faith that we can go out in them games and get four points from Chelsea and Manchester United. There's no reason we can't if we turn yeah. up and we get our SHIT together. Yeah. Josh, I this was a point that Molina made a long time ago in the chat, and, and I've been saving it for uh i want to ask you this now um we'll take brendan rogers at arsenal if you guys don't want him anymore <laughs> i mean i i was on a spurs chat uh yesterday morning and um i should say thank you to brad for standing in for me I, otherwise i'd have had to i did four shows yesterday if it wasn't for brad i'd have had to have done five so uh there's a, there a lot going on yesterday but i ended up not planned on on this spurs chat um giving reasons why brendan wouldn't go to spurs i mean yeah we, we've we've questioned his tactics tonight um there's no way i want him gone there's no way I want him gone at all. I want him here, and I want him here for the next two, three, well, as long as we can keep him. Definitely, definitely. And I like, I mean, again, <clears throat> we're quick to, you know, we're quick to praise the players and and Brendan when they do stuff right. So, so you know, it's only fair that we we sort of we can criticise us from our armchairs where we think you know it's gone wrong tonight. But no, for, for me. He's, he's one of the best managers we've had in in a, a long, long time. Um, I, I think he is tactically tonight. Obviously, it weren't great, and uh, you know I've questioned his substitutions, which I don't think is going to it's going to take me maybe a couple of months to get over. To be honest with you, the decisions that he made. Um, but no, he's 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 outstanding, mate. And you know he's I suppose he's sort of buying into you know his sort of um, the product the project that we're trying to build. Um, I can't. I can't see him going anywhere. But then again, Celtic fans said that and and he left. I mean, let's not kid ourselves. But, you know, as much as we all, you know, we all banter Spurs, they are a big club. They've got a good setup. They've got an amazing stadium. So I, I don't I don't think he'd want to leave. Personally, I, I don't think he would. He, he's, got, he's got a good thing going, going with us. And, you know, like I say, FA Cup final, top four so far in the, in the league, potentially Champions League football next season. There's, it, it'd be stupid yeah. to leave. Scott, thanks for the question. Um, this is going to be this is going to be interesting. I'm going to put it to Brad first, and then we'll come on and see if Josh disagrees or not. Um, how many points do we get out of the final three games? I think we can get four. Let's not forget one of them is Spurs. I, don't, I think there's only two hard games we've got out of the last three, so <laughs> I think we can definitely win one of them. So I go with four. 
I think four would still be enough. Sorry. And Josh? Six. The loser will get him out. I think, I think, I, I, I think, I, I think we can beat, I think we can beat United. Yeah. And I think we'll beat Spurs last game of the season as well. See, I've gone seven because I think we will beat United. I think we'll beat Spurs, and I think we could get a draw off Chelsea, depending how the FA Cup goes. So, yeah, I mean, you know, we're all yeah, being positive. We're all being positive there. It's events. After we discussed tonight's results, I was expecting zero zero and optimistic. I'm leaving, lads. I'm going. I'm not going to the wrong room. <laughs> You've converted us. You converted us. Would four points be enough, Brad? Yeah. Yeah, like I said, look, you're looking at that and you're thinking, you know, West Ham have, have still got a, a hell of a job to overturn. Like I said, they've not got an easier run-in. In comparison, mm. yeah, but they've still not got the easiest of run-ins. They've got uh, Everton um, this weekend. They've then got Southampton at some point in that run-in. I cannot remember the other two games. But what you're essentially asking them to do and Chelsea to do is get a minimum six points out of four games. And if Chelsea don't do that in the next two games, because they either draw or lose to us, and they lose or draw to Man City, I just don't see them doing it. I don't. I, I think six, four points would be enough, and, and six is, is, is definitely. So I just don't see how them two teams... Because let's remember, that all this rubbish about if Arsenal win the Europa League and... Chelsea win, drop to fifth and win the, the Champions League. It's all irrelevant now because there's, there's two teams that have to overtake us. We are still third in that league. Yeah. And Arsenal not being in the finals done us a, a really big favour. Sorry, Marina, yeah. but <laughs> I know yeah. you were in tears last night, but it, it, it did us a big favour. Josh, got it. Got got the bad performance out of the way, do you think? And, and oh. put it behind us. Do it now rather than later. Hopefully, and you know what, I'm really glad it came on because I do feel better about it now. Can I just I say, think, somebody think... about a few months ago, and I've got the post somewhere, it's actually part of a, a, a graphic I've got, that somebody says that this show is a bit like therapy. It <laughs> is, just not charging. Yeah. yeah, you know what, I think it's, you know, from, from obviously the start of from the start of the show, what what is it, an hour ago now, and how down yeah. we were to like to, to now, it's it, it is it is what it is, mate. It, again, it, it's a result that that I, I've sort of forgot about it now. Having having calmed down, um, it, it's it's Leicester, isn't it? it we like yeah. saying we never do we never do things the easy way, and we're not we're not a boring team to support, are we? It's, you know, we literally. All or nothing, all or nothing, yeah. really, isn't we? So, yes, yes. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I mean, like I said, I just, I just hope that that is you're going to have a, and you, you know, I saw somebody post earlier that, yeah, it was a bad day at the office, but we've been saying that a lot this season, but then a lot of clubs have, you know, a lot yeah. of clubs have. You know, no, nobody really. I right, Man City at the moment, but they had a bad start. I can yeah. remember after sort of four or five games, there was Man City fans calling for Pep's head. I mean, I yeah. bet they've disappeared now. You know, it's been. Let's let's not forget. Sorry, Chris. Go on, finish. No, carry you. on. 
I was going to say, let's not forget what you literally stated, point, uh, completely taken. Everybody's saying, oh, it's, we've said it a lot this season, but the following teams are below Leicester City in the league. Chelsea, Liverpool, Arsenal, Tottenham, and those that were expected early season to be in and around where we are, Everton and West Ham. That's some big clubs that we're ahead of. So, yeah, maybe here and there in the last four, five weeks, we've dropped, we've had a performance or a half of football sometimes that's been bad, but we're still ahead of a good seven or eight teams that on paper you would give a shout and a fair go at saying they're supposed to be better than Leicester, supposed mm. to be being the key word. So it might feel a bit more consistent because you can hear the Jaws music getting louder and louder with the teams below us, but it's one of them <laughs> where we're still ahead of them. Whether we're going to keep the leg or we're going to get away with losing a knee or something, I don't know. Well, they are behind us in the table. I was thinking, all right. I don't know now. <laughs> the Jaws music. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> you feel the knee wow. ligaments getting chewed through already. <laughs> Guys, thanks very much for coming on. I'm, I'm going to ask you this. I'm going to ask you this. Brad first, can we do it? Can we still stay? Can we keep top four? Yes. Josh. Yeah, of course we can. I was hoping, I was hoping you'd we'd string this out for another 40 minutes because I was hoping to hear Brad's uh, cuckoo clock again. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in to next episode, Josh. Next post. I'm, 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 I'm happy to talk for 40 minutes, you know. Um, but yeah, I, th- I, think, I, th- I, think, I, th- I think we'll be all right for top four. I really do. But if, if we don't and we get Europa, so be it, Chris. I mean, I'm just looking here. Roger's disappointed by Newcastle defeat. No shite, Sherlock, but excited for top four challenge. Oh, He's I got mean, to be I'm saying, you know, saying it, really. Yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes when they you know, interview these people straight after the game, what do they expect them to say? You know, I don't think the bleep machine has enough battery power to do a straight interview with Rogers after that because I, I think it'd take you back to the 80s when boots used to get thrown around in the changing rooms. Yes. And have you ever seen Mike Bassett's football manager? Yeah, yes. Yeah, the Mexican scene. I, I, I won't do it, but that 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 comes in my head. I, that came in my head at, at four now. <laughs> <laughs> We're better than the Mexicans. Now, I thought, here we go. Was, I'd have liked to see that interview. <laughs> Just water bottles going everywhere. <laughs> well, this is what Mark Corbrighton said. Um, it was just mistakes. We switched off at vital times. You can't do that against any team in the league, and we paid for it tonight. <laughs> it wasn't really? just mistakes, was it, Josh? It was just it was the whole performance. You can't say that we, was, we played really, yeah. really well, and we made four mistakes. It, yeah, it, it, I, again, I think was sort of. I suppose players and managers have got to be really careful what they say. Mm. Um, I, th- I think deep, down, deep down, if if they wanted to be honest about it, they'd just come out and say we were we were all just absolutely shocking. And obviously, this is like like Brad just said, you know, the bleep machine would be off the charts. And mm. um, I guess he, is it. What more can he say? I guess really, with you know, Sandro, he's, he's got to be as diplomatic as he can. I guess he's got to keep sort of everybody on side, mm. the fans and. 
obviously his teammates. The last thing the fans need to see is them kicking, you know, verbally kicking seven shades of of shite out of each other on it and saying, oh, it's this one's fault. Manager got it wrong. We got it wrong on this. You have to applaud applaud Brendan Rodgers for his management style. And I did say this on on the Spurs Zone channel. Um, he, he, you know, the way he dealt with the, um, the, you know, the Leicester Four with with the party and what have you, it was. Although we were all annoyed at the time, he handled it very well because there was no public criticism of them. Although, yeah, they were obviously dropped from the team, but you know, um, he he was just. Well, let, let, here we go. Let, let's see what else Brendan said here. It's very easy to analyse. It was a game in which we made so many mistakes, that word again, and you can't afford to do that. And then he goes on to say, it was uncharacteristic. It's young players. You can see the first goal is a poor mistake. You don't have time to relax and coif out the situation. <laughs> and there were other mistakes as well. It happens. <laughs> see, I'm Mark Brendan. Sign me up. I'll be his assistant. Get me in there. I noticed it. <laughs> and then on Johnny Evans' absence being disruptive. Now, this actually is very, very interesting. Um, he said it's very disruptive. He is the brain in our defensive line. He is a great talker. Soyuncu and Fafana are both individual as individuals. They are both fantastic talents, but here's the brain who organises it. It was a big blow for us. Definitely. Some deal perfect. Yeah. yeah. But again, yeah, credit to Brandon. One thing we cannot fault him for is he knows how to handle himself in front of the camera, in front of the lads, because he's probably used some exact same words in the changing rooms. You know, he's probably gone there and gone, yeah. some of you need to pack them, pack, pack them mistakes in. Them cut Cruyff turns in lads because that's what's cost you tonight, you know. That's that would be the message they've been sent. I love the so, fact that me and Brendan on that wavelength, I like that. <laughs> okay, so putting you on Brendan's wavelength, then Brad, yeah. would it have been as disruptive if Fafana had pulled up in uh with a warm up and happened to play or so unsho? I think it's just as disruptive on the fact that obviously they prepared. A, a complete plan and around a back three. That was quite clear by the fact that we all expected a back four when we heard about Evans' injury and they still tried to stick with the back three. So it can, can be destructive anyway. And, and you know, one thing that I've, you know, I have to hold my hands up and say that when I said, to, when I almost demanded that Johnny Evans tweak his game from pace to using his football and brain, it, it's quite clear that I should be Brendan's number two because even I know that, Evans is clearly the brains in the operation, not the pacemaker at, at, the, at, at the three at the back. Um, I'm not I'm not trying to blame my own trumpet too much, but you get giddy over score results. So, you know, I'm allowed in my moment, Chris. Um, hey, I'm not, I'm not interrupting <laughs> I'm you. I'm letting you have your moment <laughs> here. Yeah. But Josh, so, don't worry. Yeah. I'll edit it out later. I'll edit it out. Don't worry. Yeah. Carry on, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in the show, if that's the case. Um <laughs> But no, anyway, if you're right. not in the show, mate, we've been going for one hour, nine minutes. If you're not in the show, that would just have nine minutes. <laughs> <laughs> It'd just be your rant and Joffrey's answers. Yeah. Um, but no, it'd be disruptive, but in a different manner, wouldn't it? It'd be disruptive for the for the obvious reasons that it was. Tactically, we, we hadn't got a plan B, which mm. I think was a bit naive. I don't know. I, I You know, I'm not a football manager. None of us here are. We're all arm, armchair managers when we're watching the game and playing our football managers. 
Um, but on a serious note, you know, we obviously prepared for that tactic to work and how we could change it up using that system. Yeah. And obviously we've, we've got to take into account, and it's not an excuse, but maybe the plan B can't be used because we haven't got a right winger that, that Brandon likes to use because we all know that Perez cannot do that position and whatever reason Under's not playing it. And we don't have a left winger. You know, everybody forgets. Let's not forget that that was our original go-to. We had a left and a right winger, and we've had to adapt that. And maybe, maybe that's what's completed on it. It more, it's the only reason Castagna plays centre back, in my opinion. But you know that that might have been the situation. Anything can disrupt the team if it's that close to kick off. Yeah, let's come straight back after this. You are watching and listening to Chris and Leicester to Like Die TV on YouTube and your favourite podcasts. I, that didn't work for me. I hope it worked for you guys. Um, it's getting late, so I didn't realize I forgot it was a it was a late kickoff. And, and looking at the time, um, let, let's just uh, we're, we're hopeful for Man United. We've got I mean, new, we've got to give credit to Newcastle. They came, they did the job. I think they wanted it more than us. Um, it was the Newcastle that knew they had to sort of get some points to survive rather than Newcastle that thought, well, we should be safe. Um, Brendan will have them fired up for Man United, weren't they, weren't they Josh? Yeah, I, th- I think so. <clears throat> um, and again, just going on what you said, I mean, I'll hold my hands up. I said a few months ago, I thought Newcastle would go down. Um, but I'm, I, I like Newcastle. I'm glad to stay in up. They are a massive club and, you know, mm. you, you want to see, see teams like them in the Premier League and this should never really be... Uh, <laughs> As much as they played poorly this season, you look at the squad on the squad on paper, and I suppose attacking wise, they've got some really good players. So I'm, you know, I'm glad yeah. I'm glad they're sticking around for another season. Hopefully, they can kick on next year. Um, yeah, it, it, again, it, I think because the games are coming so thick and fast now, and the season's going to be over in what two weeks, um, yeah. it's quick. You what know, what are we going to do, guys? What are we going to do? I, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's, it's a quick turnaround and you just like you say you just got to hope that you know the lads are, they're going to be up for Tuesday because it, it's it's a, they've got to see it as another opportunity to you know really cement this this top four yeah. um, this top four place because now you know you look at it we've got we've, we've got the FA Cup final but all together towards you know um, the last four games they're all cup finals to me now yeah good good point and well put Brad um, last question here uh, it, it would be Leicester. I mean, you know, we, we look we look at what's happened today. Tops turned up there tonight, the first time in whenever. But he's glad he came over, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> but you know, you you look at Newcastle, and you look at they've got Mike Ashley. You look at you know the Glazers at United. You look at um, Kwonke at Arsenal, uh, Levy or whatever it is at, at Tottenham. We. <laughs> Our, our cup is definitely more than half full, isn't it? Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, I've said it and I, I will still say it now, even after tonight. One game doesn't change a season. It certainly it, it, it shouldn't anyway. Um, I will stand on and fight anybody that says we don't have the best owners in all of England, if not up there in one of the top five easily for around the world as best owners. They have run this club the way every one of them, them, them greedy six, right? Every one of their fans would want an owner like us. Looks after the club, looks after it financially well, improves it. 
buys into the dream, listens to the fans. You know, and I have come out and said this on numerous people that say that our owners just pump money into the club. I, I work for that club, right? And I can tell you on more than one occasion, they have paid for travel, breakfast and free beers for not just the home fans, the away fans. I know Sunderland and Liverpool, I know at least one of them, it was torrential weather. They, they got caught up in traffic and the owners refunded their stuff and gave them free vouchers at the bar. Mm. So our owners are one of the best. Yeah. They care for football. And that's what them greedy six, the fans of the greedy six, should I say, want in their football club. Yeah. Very, very last question for you then, Josh. Um, a lot of people on here saying, um, can I get a refund on this cup final ticket? I mean, there's a lot of us would probably, you know, take those. And they're moaning that they've got to pay 45 quid for the coach. Uh, and and you're just going to make any of everybody, you know, you, I don't know what they want, to be honest with you, the fact that they can go. or some of I'll us go. go. But... I'll take it if, if it's moaning that much at the price. I'll pay yeah. it. But Josh, as Brad said earlier, you know, how often have the owners given free travel? Have they given a breakfast when you get to the club? You know, and I sometimes exactly. think we, 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 we moan on here, but, you know, I think I think it, they've taken a bit of unfair criticism just recently. Just a bit, mate, just a bit. And you've got to think as well, like, you know, throughout COVID, not just us, but so many teams, that they've lost so much money. So I think, you know, if, if, if you're lucky to get enough... If you're lucky enough to get a ticket to Wembley, then and you know you you sort of disheartened about paying forty forty odd pound for a coach to get there, then come on, do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Another, another thing is well, yeah, for you. Yeah, you, you know you're lucky to be going, and yeah, when when are, you know when. When are we going to see Leicester in the FA Cup final again? Really, it's it's yeah. it's a massive every year, Josh. Every enjoy. year. <laughs> it, it is true because, like you know, say at the end of the day, it could have so been, it could so easily have been no fans there. Exactly. You know, we're still we're still in a pandemic. You know, it, it's yeah. Be, look, be, be thankful. Period. Be thankful you've got a ticket. I mean, I got really excited this time last night. I got an email off the club saying that because I'm a member, uh, not a senior girl, I was going to go in a draw for a ticket. Unfortunately, didn't didn't get it, but you know the the fact that you know I was in with a chance, and you yeah, know what, that's was... actually a shame, mate. Because I could, I would have loved to do a straight post match if we'd have won it. You in the stands with a beer in your hand, going. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'd have got everybody we... on for that. If <laughs> if we if, if we'd won it, I'd have done a cam thing from the centre circle. I'll tell you. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll get you live on Sky Sports, mate. Swing your shirt around with your belly out, going way. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you'd leave. I tell you, if I did that, you'd see you at all the pies. I'll tell you, <laughs> <laughs> guys. Thanks very much for coming on. It's a pleasure as always, mate. My pleasure. Just, I just want to say quickly, just quickly. I know you guys say uh, I remind you of Tyson Fury, but Brad, with your beard and your hair at the minute, <laughs> I'm big into my UFC. There's a UFC fighter called Jorge Masvidal. Google him. You're an absolute ringer for me, honestly. <laughs> hey, if it's he's a UFC it. fighter, I want, his, I want his ability to fight then. He can have the air and beard if that's the case. He's tough, I mean, he, he, I'm going to say, Josh, you are, well. you are only talking from the neck upwards, aren't you, Josh? Yeah. <laughs> he looks just like him. So keep the beard, yeah. honestly. Go when you finish here, Google him because you look just like him. It's funny. You have to send me the name so I don't get the name wrong because I'll be spending ages trying to find that. 
<laughs> Guys, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, it's never easy when we've lost, but, you know, hey-ho. We, onwards we go, eh? We yeah, will last one. Cheers, chaps. I've enjoyed it. Really have. Hopefully, yeah, thanks, yeah, yeah, thanks so much. Hopefully, see you both on Tuesday. By God, you know, have Indeed. a good weekend off and try and try not to sort of get too upset or excited about the results. And you, lads, have a good day. I'll speak to you later. <laughs> Cheers. Thanks you, very much, guys. You, Take you, care. Bye, fellas. Bye-bye. Take it easy. Cheers. So, oops. Thanks to uh, Brad and thanks to Josh there for um, for joining us in. <sighs> yeah, it's never it's never never easy when uh, when you've lost a game. Um, back straight after this. This is Leicester Till I Die TV. Please subscribe now on YouTube. Okay, so. Uh, Last couple of uh, comments here. Kevin, the Newcastle fan, um, you guys have true owners who care about you. As a Toon fan, I agree with what you say, Brad. Greedy top six, I'd have had them, built them out. They've all come back with their tails between their legs. They certainly have, Kevin. They certainly have. I, I would have kicked them out as well, to be honest with you. Uh, you guys deserve everything you get. Hope you win the cup. Stay in top four and shove two fingers up to the big six. Hope we can be up there with you one day. Guys, mate, Kevin, you've got a great club there. You've got a great club, I hope. I know there's more ongoing things, I think, about your takeover. I really, um, really hope that it uh, sorts itself out for you. I really do. Um, David, thanks to all. Thanks, David. Um, David <laughs> saying you made uh, you made the game tolerable with your comments. <laughs> thanks. I tell you what, uh, just get just get a bottle of gin or a bottle of whiskey. That would make it even more tolerable, I'll tell you. Look, we're playing on Tuesday, can you believe? No, I'm going to have to double check because I think we get a day off. <laughs> we actually do get a day off here. But let's just have a look. Um we're on twice on Monday, so you can catch us at 7 o'clock when we'll be doing an Opposition View show I'm with Rich from Rich Sports, uh, Man United site. Really not looking forward to that. <laughs> and then uh, at 8.15, we'll be doing the preview show. So fitting those in on two on Monday night. And then back on Tuesday, it is a 6 o'clock kickoff. Oh, my God. Um, 5.10, we'll be here with the pre-match show, hopefully with Josh. 6 o'clock, the match. And about 8.15, uh, me and Jesus or whoever that fighter was i don't remember his name brad will be here for the post-match show hopefully being a little bit happier than we are now look this is football it's what it is we'll never change we are leicester this is football this is what we've got to put up with thanks very much guys try and have a good weekend stay safe we'll see you all monday night good Hello, night matt elliott here be sure to watch leicester till i die tv on youtube and follow all their social media platforms for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. So people are on the pitch, they think it's all over. It is now.
Social Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.